Hi everyone, thanks for being here. Welcome or welcome back. And today I have a guest for a special episode. Her name is Magix and oh, she is simply amazing. So welcome Magix. Thank you very much for accepting my invitation and please introduce yourself and share your magic. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Morgan thank you thank you so much for inviting me you know it's an honor to be here I'm excited about today how we're gonna play um hello everyone thank you for listening to this my name is my name is Magix and I support successful awakening entrepreneurs in unleashing their highest potential and realizing their divine purpose Yes, and oh my God, I mean, I can testify how powerful Magix is because I had the honor of having a session with her, of working with her in different ways. And this experience with Magix has been like no other before. So I would like to ask you to share how you got into your art and your magic um you know thank you for asking that it's it's fascinating because i'm gonna say there's two areas in that space um i was born with all my gifts pretty much online i was i remember one of my first memories um is when as a baby newborn the first time that i opened my eyes and i remember seeing this person carrying me in her arms and when I as I was seeing her I was seeing her aura all dirty <laughs> I was like oh so I started to clean it I started to clean her aura as a newborn I remember very clearly that you know so and of course I didn't remember that until I'm gonna say recently in the last two years ish but like that it was more like a, a trail, you know, me following the trails. Okay, I've always had these gifts online. But, you know, just like any, any, or most of us, you know, like then I, at some point, it's not that I shut down my gifts, but it's more like I just went into this human and my gifts were there, but it's, I wasn't so aware of them, right? And I came to wake up to what I was and my gifts. About nine years ago, I was actually 10 years ago, I was, um, I had a step into creating a couple of businesses and they were doing really good actually. And I came across this uh, program on energy, subconscious, uh, deprogramming or removing the blocks. Of course, I didn't know any of these things by then. You know, I was very much, I had left corporate um, two years prior and I was like, I, I want to do something that fulfills me. And then I found this couple of businesses and, um, and this email of this program said, it's like, are you ready for an abundant year? And I was like, yeah, you know, and of course I'm like, yes, I want more. I'm doing good. So I want the next level. Right. And so I started to just listen, study everything that this lady, uh, was talking about and teaching and you know the classic I understood and I didn't it was new but at the same time like there was my soul was calling right so I signed up with her and immediately as I started the program it was just like whoosh, like everything came online I was aware of everything I mean it wasn't easy the past because I went into this interesting uh wave of up and down, depression, anger, depression, anger, depression, you know, uh, but while that was happening, because I was releasing so many things from my different chakras, right, um, yeah, my gifts came out, like, super immediate, overnight, intuition, clairaudience, clairvoyance, all of them that I already had, but I wasn't aware of them, yeah. Right, Wow. <laughs> Talk about like awakening to yourself. It's like, ah, what's that? Yeah, it was it was really good. It was really powerful. It wasn't shocking because I think it was just more awareness. I'm gonna say that the one that did have a difficulty at waking up to is that the empath for sure. You know, the absorption of the energies and whatnot. And um, 
But every other one, it was very natural to me. It was more like a confirmation. Even later on, I met people from before that time, later on, like a year or two years later, and they 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 told me, like, oh yeah, you were always very top 10. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's actually strange when you realize that you didn't have the awareness on the very moment that you are experiencing things, but then when your awareness is growing, then you look back and you're like, hmm, I was kind of blind to myself. Isn't that a weird feeling to to go through? Like, it, it's, it's such an interesting setup, isn't it? Like, we do this to ourselves. And I, I think it's like... Um, I think from this human perspective, it's like, why do we do this to ourselves, right? Yes. But at the same time, from those perspectives, it's like, oh, it's an adventure, you know? Like, it's this is this is the way that we get to rediscover ourselves over and over. It's kind of like, uh, have you seen this uh, movie, The Vow? I think it is. No, um, no with Channing Tatum and uh, Rachel McAdams, and is that it's it's actually based on a real story. This this couple they were married and then they had an accident and she goes into amnesia of the last five years of her life mm-hmm. and she literally remembers up until five years and so she she forgot she forgot how he, she met him how they fell in love and then like she even like she went into a big shift different um different life she was starting to be a lawyer and then she went to be an artist right and all around the same time right and so like after the accident she like went to this journey of rediscovering she was like she went back to the prior life but then with time she went back into again being an artist and then falling in love again with her husband and it was like it was rough obviously in the beginning I think it was like two years before they got back together but it was just like a rediscovery. So it's very much parallel to what we go through, right? Mm-hmm. We know who we are, then we forget who we are, and then we remember who, what we are. And it's just, I think we keep playing this game of like remembering, forgetting, remembering, forgetting, only to actually go in deeper. Because when you remember, you're like, oh my God, there's more of your awareness that amplifies and more of your heart that amplifies, right? And you, you go more into love, deep in love right yeah it's like uh, the famous onion that you keep peeling and peeling (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. so how would you describe your I want to call it art you know like your art Mm -hmm. practice Mm -hmm. because it's really you're almost like an architect it's so precise and there are so so many different levels that that's the words that would come to me right now yeah I actually it's fascinating that you say that the architect because actually I consider myself an engineer and uh, like uh, my soul is an engineer I am so precise I'm very and and for anyone hearing this is like I'm so precise energetically right Mm -hmm. so often I get asked you know in my art when I'm in conversations or when something is coming up it's like how do I clear that and I say, clearing is not the question that you want to ask. Or like, you want to ask that, of course, that you're asking. But that's not really the real question. The real question is where. Because for clearing, I can give you 10 tools right now for clearing. That doesn't mean that it's going to totally transform, right? Uh, because to me, clearing is about how are you feeling it? in you, in your body, in your space. Like if you feel it, let's say sticky, then how would you do it in a real life? Sponge, then sponge it out, right? Mm. If you feel like dense, air dense, okay, how do you clear like air that is dense? You vacuum the thing, right? Okay, so it's not about, let's say for clearing, it's just just do whatever feels right in the moment, but it's more, and this is where it comes my engineer. The big question when we talk about clearing is, where is it in your system, in your field, in your awareness that this belief, experience, trauma pattern is located? And that's where my engineer comes in because yes, 
the reason why my people, the people that I work with are, do create massive breakthroughs and literally within six months there, they find themselves in a totally different reality is because I'm very precise. I, my job is to find where in their system that is the location of what we're working, what we're working, right? Um, so, and a little bit more on that is like, when something happens to us, right? Um, when something happens to us, it's like, let's say, more on like the experience and trauma side, right? But this goes also around beliefs because beliefs and patterns are based on certain experience that we have had. Right. So when, when we have had a strong experience, right, it's like a, imagine a glass that gets shattered and it gets shattered in thousands of pieces, right? Mm -hmm. And so have, has that ever happened to you when you break something? Like it shatters and you're like, what are all the pieces? And then you clean what you see, but then maybe a day later, a week later, you're finding little pieces somewhere else on somewhere else, mm -hmm. right? So it's very much like that to me energetically, right? So why people have a hard time to say, it's like, oh, I've, I've healed this and it still is happening or I still, like, I feel better, right? Because you have you have cleared up the, the main thing, right? Say the things that you see, the shatter, the, the pieces that you see, right? But why you keep attracting um, the same thing, right? You might feel better, like, let's say narcissist for example, right? That's an easy one, right? Like, yes, I'm done with the narcissist. I'm, I've cleared up all the victim and perpetrator and whatnot, but like, let's say I've cleared up emotionally and mentally, but then I keep attracting narcissist people, right? I keep attracting bosses, I keep attracting partners or friends and whatnot is because of that shatter, because you may have cleared up the emotional wounding or even the mindset, right? But then like truth is that's not even, that's barely 20% of you, right? It's like, where are the rest of the shatters is in all of your consciousness and all these other bodies, energetic bodies, the quantum field. And it could be, I mean, it's really broad. It, it, it can be in your Akasha field. It can be in your DNA. I mean, there is so much. And that's why in my case, that's why, and you have experienced this, right? Why you're like, whoa, this is so different and so profound is because I, my job is to go everywhere where I sense it. And I, I have a huge protocol of things that to look into and I'm guided to go into certain spaces within the beingness of the person to clear it. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's really amazing. And I really resonate with that because that's, uh, that's kind of like, the soul fragmentation you know it's not broken per se like you're not oh just i broke it i need to throw it out no it's still within you and there are also like all these parallel realities like you were explaining the the dna and uh, and all of that and different um i guess you could say it's also about the different vibrational frequency like the frequency planes basically yeah what different realities are in a sense yeah and i love that you bring different realities because that's exactly what i mean i call my i'm gonna say my methodology i call the quantum multidimensional transformation wow. you know and i will be teaching it soon I'm, i will be opening an academy to teach that because to me it's like so think about and i, I think the seat of the soul uh book gary I think it's his last name. There's a book called The Seed of the Soul. He explains that like the soul is like that, you know, if you think about aliens, right? Like the movies that we see, there's the mothership, right? And there's the little ships that come out, right? So the mothership is like that oversoul. And the oversoul is actually our sixth, seventh, and eighth. No, sorry, seventh, eighth, and ninth dimensional space. Okay. And so um, and so from that, we have these different experiences and which is that little, little spaceships and those little spaceships are pieces of our, uh, of, of soul. They are individual souls, but all together are part of the mothership, right? Mm -hmm. And so 
and they're all living at the same time because time is only relative to this particular dimension, okay? In a higher frequency, like you said, they're, all the experiences are happening at the same time, right? And so let's say it's not like your soul is fragmented, but it's more like in that moment, your soul went through an experience and that experience gets, it's like you freeze in time. Mm, yeah, it's like you freeze in time and it's like it shatters, right? Mm. And so that particular soul, part of your soul, right? It's like it keeps looping in yeah. that space, right? It keeps this is why, you know, when we have a similar experience, something that happens at five, six years old, seven years old, right? And we have as adults, we have a similar experience, we feel again if we allow ourselves to feel that we feel ourselves as kids right and all of a sudden oh i feel three year old or i feel two year old or i feel four year old because that when you were that age is that like that experience shatter and it's like looping right there right and so that particular is a fragmentation of the soul having that experience right and so but this is like you know again it's not like you're broken it's just that particular experience. And then again, in a higher realm, you know, if we talk about the different uh, timelines, right? Or what I'm, what I'm saying, different spaceships, right? And so um, there are parallel versions of you having different experiences, but this is why in my work, I talk about right now, what you desire, the life that you desire, the version of you that you decide to be, what you decide to be living and what you decide to create, right now is happening, right? In the quantum field. And so our job is to work with this consciousness that you're in, with the person that you are right now, to clear the way so you align to that version of you, to that, that version of you that's living your life. So, the creation part is comes into like, what is that I want? What is that I want to be experiencing? And then the work is about, but again, realizing that you're creating, it's more like you're allowing yourself to see what is possible for you. But knowing that that experience right now is happening. And so the work is easier because again, sometimes we think, oh, I need to do so much work to create this life. I'm like, no. It's more like you allow yourself to see what is possible for you. And then really the work is about alignment, clearing the blocks and aligning with that version of you because that experience, you know, is happening right now. Parallel to you, that life is happening. And so the more you surrender to that, actually the quicker it, ha it happens. Yeah, I love your way of, uh, of explaining it. And um, also... If it didn't exist, we couldn't imagine it, right? So would you say that, actually, this is just a, a question that is just coming to me right now. So when we imagine what we want, is it ourselves tapping into a different version of ourselves without realizing it? And then we just, yes. we are, okay, wow. Yes, yes. Every single desire, every single desire that we have comes from the soul. Every single desire comes from the soul. The, the, it, the thing is like, it comes, you know, from ball, from let's say the mothership, right? It comes down, right? And also at a hard level, we're connecting with other versions of us. So it comes, and the issue happens is as it comes and lands in us, it starts to hit the layers of judgment, of um, programming, of beliefs that we have acquired in this lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why by the time, like you might, like in your heart is like, no, I want to have, Let's say I want to be a millionaire or I want to have that experience or I want to have whatever experience that you're want, wanting, right? I want to have a, a life, a nomadic life, or I want to have a house uh, with, you know, the white picket fence, the, the American dream, right? Whatever, whatever desire, right? The, it's true to you, right? And the thing is, like, then you start to face all the judgments that, you know, like if your parents said it's not okay, one of the things that I've been working recently within myself and then I, I've seen many of my clients actually and even in my Facebook group talk about this is like um 
and people that I've been meeting has been fascinating as I have been feeling, of course, I've been attracting that. Like this thing that I've seen in my, in my ancestral lineage is like, it's not okay to be happy. And I'm talking about the joy, right? Like happy, like content, like you're regular happy, it's okay. But like, if you are overly happy, if you're joyful, if you're blissful, it's not okay because other people are not. So it's not okay to be above, right? Like other people are suffering, the classic, other people are suffering, right? Literally, like I've been peeling all these layers in the last few weeks. And on uh, last, uh, I'm gonna say five days ago, I met this girl in a party and she's like, she went to Guatemala and she realized that level of poverty. And right now she's like, like I could feel in, in her and I started to speak and she started to relax and understand that like the guilt, the guilt because she has so much to compare to what she's seeing. And it's the guilt of like, it's not okay to be happy or it's not okay to like, you know, for you, you to be joyful because there's other people suffering having very little, right? And so, yeah, this, and so, and to me is like remember that the soul their soul their soul their, let's talk about the people in guatemala their soul wanted that experience right and our job is like you listen to your desire your soul wants more your soul wants to experience more and your soul is a higher vibration right and so the more you align with that the more you allow yourself and you shed because the to me a lot of the work is i'm going to say 80 percent is the shedding shedding all the programming sharing all the judgment sharing all those prior experiences and like in my case has been a lot of clearing my dna of all that it's not okay it's not okay right the more, the, the more you raise your frequency. And as you raise your frequency and you're more your truth and you receive more joy and you are more joyful and you receive more the abundance that you want in money and relationships and love and purpose, right? And in mission, the more you are that, the more your frequency will affect those people that are not, a, that have chosen to start with, uh, let's say a life of suffering of lack, right? The more your frequency raises, the more when you visit those places, you're like the high frequency will start to awaken in them. And they'll be like, oh my God, I don't have to suffer, right? I don't have to be in this reality. I don't have to struggle. And that's how you affect uh, the work that to me is a more powerful influence through frequency, you know? Right. And uh, it, it's very important that you touch up on that. And thanks for, for bringing that topic, because that's why I always say being happy, being joyful is not being arrogant and it's not taking anything away from anyone. And it's because we are placing our happiness or joy outside of ourselves. And that's also something I went through in childhood, you know, like, oh, I'm so happy because uh, on Sunday this or this is going to happen or like there's a party or whatever. And then your caretakers or your family is like, yeah, but don't be happy too soon because you never know if it's canceled, then you will be sad. So it kind of teaches you to, well, be afraid of being happy because then you're going to be disappointed and placing this happiness outside of yourself as well. Like, no matter what happens, it's okay to be happy because happiness comes from within. And I lived in, in Jamaica and I saw some places where people didn't have much. But they still had, I mean, the, I'm sharing my experience, I'm not generalizing, right? But these people were some of the most generous people I've ever met. They were singing in the streets, they were playing music. And so that to me was the example that even if they don't necessarily, and I'm once again, not generalizing, but I've seen people with less than me, for example, less than I have, who had this natural innate ability to be happy. And this is so humbling. And this is just, you know, that wanting to share, giving you a fruit that they just picked up from the tree, just because they want to share with you. And this is just so beautiful. So this is also an important reminder that we are all responsible for our own happiness, but we can also share the happiness 
And like you said, when you visit, like if you, if you make money, that's how you can help others as well. Not only by inspiring them, but also when you visit places, then you can spend your money and like support the locals, you yeah. know, like buy from the market, your little producers, you know, the, the little guy or the little woman who is just super courageous, wakes up early every morning to work on her farm. And then she comes to the market to sell her harvest. So that's yes. how you can also support. So this whole guilt about money or happiness and, and this and that, I think it's time we, we all just give up on that, like allow ourselves to, to drop this, right? Yeah, just with a client, I was working that uh, three days ago. Um, like to me, it's like the, the basic questions. Feeling guilty, does it help them? Does it help the collective? Mm. No, it doesn't. No. Does it help you? No, obviously. Exactly. So to me, it's like, just just from that, those two questions, like, it doesn't serve anyone. If yeah. anything, actually, it just serves the whole collective, including us, to stay in a lower frequency. Right? Yeah. It helps us stay in the old world. And when you're in a lower frequency, there's all kinds of low attractions that we do right being the low frequency just attracts more drama more pain darkness i mean depression i mean the list is obvious as we see the world right? so if anything more of that is real awakening to like yeah it's i'm gonna say it's not only your right but your duty because you are through your own happiness through your own raising your frequency and being in joy and choosing to be um Without bypassing, of course, right, by choosing to be more who you truly are, you know, you are affecting the world. You are affecting the whole collective, mm. you know. Yeah, so guilt doesn't make us compassionate people. I mean, compassion is not uh, defined by the level of guilt. And being happy does not mean being arrogant or does not mean that you don't care for people or about people. It's completely separated. It has nothing to do with with not caring or you can still cultivate happiness and joy and still have compassion and it has nothing to do with rubbing it in people's face or i think there is a distortion between compassion and feeling sorry yes That's... compassion to me is actually a high vibration and it comes from pure love yes it's kind of like cooking out of obligation or cooking because you have to you know for your family or be, you know as opposed to cooking because you love them because you want to because it brings you joy for you to cook or because it brings you it brings you joy to see others enjoy your food you know it's two different vibrations two different frequencies that there's just not um they're not compatible and so that's the thing to me compassion people often talk often talk about compassion but to me what i see is like compassion compassion is not possible if they haven't opened to the frequency of love it's only this deep love for humans and for yourself that actually will open you to compassion right yeah. you know feeling sorry feeling bad is like because you're feeling their pain again it's like when pain like my beloved has the saying is like shadow likes to play with shadow mm. you know so if you haven't worked your shadow right your programming like your pain if you haven't worked that this is why when we're triggered a lot of times we attract other people that triggers us more or we trigger others that are also in the shadow and then like we're like bouncing each other shadow 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 pain 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 right because shadow likes to play with shadow yeah. but if let's say if you have healed that and someone comes with their shadow right and you're like you're good like and you see someone in their shadow right in their pain you know, you, but you're healed, you can see them and you can just witness them and say, I see you, I feel you. And you don't respond with more shadow, then really quickly your light, right? Will help them dissolve their shadow. 
right? I've experienced this many times with my beloved. With my beloved, we've gone through the whole array in our journey when we both were in our shadow and our pain and it, oh boy, it was a shadow party for sure. But now it's been in the last year, it's been such a beautiful for me. It's been so healing. Like when I would be triggered in my business or with someone and my little girl would come out and I would cry. I'm never going to forget this one time. I was so triggered and I cried, felt literally like a three-year-old. And he was just, it's okay, honey. It's okay. And he just let me be like, feel the pain. And then when it it moved through, it it moved through so much quicker because all he did was like, just witness me, right? It's okay, it's okay, right? And then boom, like within 20 minutes after the temper tantrum, it was like out of my system and I was back on the horse, you know? And so again, it was like, he was not triggered. He was not in his shadow. He had worked his wounds and he was able to just hold out his space. And then my shadow didn't have anyone to play with, right? Mm-hmm. She was just expressing and then boom, out, yeah. out of my field, right? And that's what really causes the powerful transformation. And this is why to me, I always say it's like healers, uh, coaches, right? Not only healers, coaches, leaders, do your work, right? Be, be in your light, be in your light, not as of like mental, but really be the beingness. And uh, you said something earlier about bypassing. This is such a trick. Like you see the the fake positivity culture and uh, bypassing and fake positivity or forced positivity, let's say, is toxic because you're not letting the, um, the emotions flow. And emotions are what? Just energy in motion. So if you just let them sit within you're going against nature. It's like a river. If you block the river, it's going to overflow at some point in a way or another because it cannot hold the pressure. And if you don't allow the emotions to to just flow, then you you create more pain for yourself. Exactly. I think it comes from, again, this is another distortion that when we all start awaking, you know, I'm gonna say a decade ago, probably some will say 20, for me it was a decade ago, right? I came across into Abraham Hicks and all that, the secret, right? And there, there was this, I'm gonna say not miscommunication as an error, but as of missed. It wasn't communicated that just because you are acknowledging doesn't mean that you're creating it right yeah and so people are afraid right like oh i'm feeling sad and i'm feeling angry i'm gonna mess up my manifestation Mm. and i think to understand that and to dispel that illusion is it's important to understand frequency versus vibration so the way that i explain it to me frequency is like like the radio station Okay, so you have 101.1 that plays jazz and you have 96.8 that plays Latin, two different frequencies, see? And in 100, to make it easy for me, right? It's like jazz. In jazz, you have some shows, right? Somehow, sometimes of the day that play like the super dancing, let's say at night, like Saturday night, play like the dance club jazz, right? And in the mornings, let's say plays like that, like uh, room classic jazz, right? And maybe there's some at midday is like the melancholy jazz. Those are vibrations, see? And same for Latin, you have the super ballad typing and you have like that kind of like party disco club, right? Latin, right? Those are vibrations right and so people often confuse them right and so to me it's like in in i'm gonna say i'm gonna make it even more tangible okay so that's the metaphor right more tangible how do you see frequency and vibration in your moment-to-moment life frequency to me is as you're shedding as you're shedding what has happened to you you're healing but you're also shedding and clearing all that right you're frequent, you become more your soul. Like that's the way I work with people, right? I 
like in the beginning a lot in the beginning with my clients is like we clear and clear and clear and i can see an inflection in their energy and then we start to bring in more of their soul codes their soul more and that's when they start to raise their frequency because to me it's like it's about clearing the house right to start to bring a new new components in the house otherwise like like the house is dirty then how can this is the classic fake positivity it doesn't work right because they're trying to put good on top of that dirt that is already there or the old stuff the old system right it doesn't work that's why it's, it's a lot of mind work right and so in my work it's like we clear the old and we start then at some point we start to download 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 the higher frequency and so that's why you become more of your soul more of your soul more authentic more authentic more and then you naturally because you're a higher frequency you magnetize what you want with more ease you align with that life that you want right you realize your divine purpose right so that's the frequency and then i'm gonna say in that space as you raise your frequency there's gonna be up and downs right what you talk about the emotions the up and downs of vibration right and it's okay because like you said emotions move through right but this is that this is very important again that whoever is listening to understand is like acknowledging the emotion what you're feeling is actually serving you more than not because what happens what happens is when you don't acknowledge it what we do the emotion doesn't move through what you're doing is actually pushing it into your subconscious and unconscious and that actually is what lowers your frequency the reason why our frequency is denser is because nobody as babies nobody has taught us okay feel the emotion feel the emotion or like something just happened you had a big trauma right mm. nobody guided you to be like okay honey let's work on this as a baby right just breathe or just breathe and feel it and let's move it out of your system the reason why we're so dense is because all of that got stuck in us mm -hmm. right so true yeah and uh, it's very important to to also know about the universal laws because we always hear about the law of attraction and i'm also very big on the law of resonance because you you quote unquote attract or let's say what is not released from your system is going to create a vibration, like a vibrational resonance with external phenomenon. And it's what you were saying earlier with the, the different soul parts that, uh, that that's why it keeps happening because the pattern hasn't been eliminated completely from the system. And the law of resonance is, is just happening. And that's why it's, creating more of that thing because it's still a residue and it's it's an opportunity to be like oh it's like triggers triggers and patterns when they repeat or when they come it's an opportunity to to heal of course it's not pleasant <laughs> like nobody said oh yeah i got triggered today because it's not pleasant but when you become aware of these triggers and these patterns, then you can say, oh yeah, I, I got the opportunity to release because I got triggered. And it's just hmm. the mindset shift and it's very important, so. Yeah, I love that. Not being afraid of being triggered, even if it's not pleasant, but seeing the bigger picture and sitting with yourself, oh, I'm being triggered right now. And I always use the telephone analogy, like uh, the, the, your telephone is ringing, so that's the trigger. So what are you going to, to do? Do you jump on it? Or do you pause and be like, okay, how do I feel? Do I want to answer the phone? Do I want to call back later? Or do I want to not call back and just ignore or whatever? So this is the conscious response versus the, the reaction. And reacting is not bad. You know, there, there is absolutely no judgment in what, I, in what I'm saying. It's yeah. Staying in your power and um, in your energy, not giving energy, not feeding energy to what yeah. is serving you, basically. You just brought up something really beautiful. Um, this reacting is not bad, you know. Um, I think it's like it comes down to that component of um, 
being non-judgmental. Mm. You know, like recently I met someone that it was the first time that we were going to hang out after we met. And when we met, she was in a destroyed space, you know? And she told me she had been working through something really big in her life that it, it, it was a big wound of her path. And this is a very successful entrepreneur. She's big in the world, big mission happening. And, and she told me that she had had this, um, this incredible yoga session and different things had come through. And she had sent a letter to someone that had heard her 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 you know and she read that letter to me and she was speaking her wound you know and as we went on talking a little bit about that and different things she said that's what I'm afraid she said to me is like I feel like I mean the letter came as a download okay but it feels to me but I also like what what I feel and my, my fears, I, I spoke from my wounded place, right? Like, and I, like, he's gonna feel bad. And I, and what I told her is like, it's okay, right? You are wounded and it's okay to express that you're wounded, yeah. right? Because your wound is for you, but also the impact that created that awakening again that wound comes from that person you both are were in an agreement right so it is not for him to assume your wound but more sit with his actions and the impact of his actions right and for him to work on that and for you to work on your wound right and the thing that i really was driving with her is like it's okay to feel wounded and then to express that there's is nothing you cannot move yourself into speaking from a higher place when you're wounded mm. right like that would be the bypassing right like i'm better like i'm more awakened no like awaken doesn't mean being perfect mm. right it just means that you are more aware of what's happening with you right if anything awaken could be instead of be aware you are aware of your shadows and your wounds and the love and the heart you are aware of everything that that what i call the smogashboard within you right and to honor all those pieces because the more you honor that yes you know right now and one of the things that i say i don't normally i told her i don't normally speak from my wounded space but when i do i say it I am wounded right now, or my, like, I am triggered right now, right? Or my, like you saw in my Facebook group, I shared something last week, I was very triggered right now. And I said, this touched deeply my core wound, right? And so whoever is the receiver, they know, right? And if they get triggers, that's for them to figure out, right? But those that are not, like, I remember your response, you're like, thank you for sharing right and again it goes back to that light helps shadow to dissolve and shadow helps shadow to play more you know yeah that's that's very um, important sorry and i love the way how you said i feel i am wounded without pointing finger you did this to me you did that to me because that's only going to add oil on the fire that what we say yeah <laughs> so yeah it's then it goes with the um, confrontation energy the shadow and the shadow so expressing how you feel from the heart is not wrong it's on the contrary yeah on the contrary indeed yeah so would you like to explain or share a little bit more about your your modality how you how you work and uh, your your magic. yeah <laughs> magic yeah so when people ask me that i normally say my modality is the soul <laughs> i literally just when i sit with someone mm -hmm. 
right? I listen, I'm, I'm listening, I'm being guided by my soul, by my over soul, right? But I'm also like seeing my, my, one of my main gifts is seeing everything that is in somebody's field mm -hmm. that is relevant, of course. Like when people ask me, what do you see in me? And like, do I reading? I'm like, what do you want me to see? Because to me, when I see someone, it's like looking at the sky at night mm. when there's no lights, right? There's millions of stars. Like, so to me, it's like, what do you want me to see? Do you want me to focus on, um, let's say, on the Sirius constellation or on the Andromeda constellation or on the Gemini constellation? What do you want me to see, right? So depending on their intention, I always start with intention because of that. Gonna say like, the power of intention, right? right? <laughs> like, because otherwise, like, I can go anywhere, right? So depending on their intention, I'm focused, I'm going to say I focus on that constellation, on that energy in the person, and I can see many, many things. I can, I can see the trail. And so I go, I'm going to say, I like to ask questions just to, again, keep peeling the layers because I like to get to the root. To mm -hmm. me, it's not, I, while I know that our journey is peeling the layers, within peeling the layers and you experience this right it's like yes there is the peeling the layers but to me it's like my intention is to get to the root right wow. it's not just peeling the layers because we can infinitely be peeling layers mm -hmm. and to me it's about let's get you get to the roots because getting to the roots actually breaks down the whole old operating system of what's creating the reality that you do not desire right and so my goal is to get to the root and then collapse all that that illusion, let's say, within you. And so when I look at someone, right, based on the intention, my, my goal is to get to the root. And I see many, many things. Like I said, I see memories. I can see things in the Akashic records. I can see things in the, the different bodies of the person, like not only the mental, emotional, and spiritual um, and physical, but also I can see all the different layers of the conscious minds, the subconscious, the unconscious, all their lifetimes. Uh, a lot of times uh, for me, what it comes down, when I look the root, it goes back to other lifetimes, uh, other, and not necessarily in this dimension, but other dimensions, you know, other planets. And again, like there's times that I've gone back to the source, like from, to the moment that the, the soul was born as a soul, there's some imprints. It just, again, because my intention is to get to the source, to, to the root that created that and not keep repeating these patterns, not only in this lifetime, but any lifetime. I, I can see many, many, many things and I go through layers. And yes, once I find the root, then it's easy for me. Okay, you know, I once I find the root, then I, I sense it into the person is the person ready to let all of that go, mm. right? Because sometimes it's such a big shift. It's so much, again, it could be 800 millions of lifetimes, you know? And so sometimes the person is like, this, this they, they might have been working on it three times. And then to collapse all that, it would be too much of a shock. Okay, so maybe they're like, oh, they're only ready 80%, okay? Or um, or I can tell, okay, the person is, I can feel energetically is ready because otherwise I wouldn't be able to see so much. But let's say I need to bring the human conscious, the consciousness of the human on board, right? And this is what happened this last Friday with my client talking about letting go of the guilt, right? And being able to be happy. Right, and I knew she was ready because I was able to find the root, but her mind, her conscious mind wasn't fully ready. So I asked her those questions that I just shared earlier, right? Is it serving you? Is it serving them? No. And she was like, but you know, holding that memory, holding that energy, you know, is honoring them. I'm like, how do you learn lessons? Oh, what happens when you learn, learn lessons? Oh, the energy goes away. She was like, oh, and that was like, boom, then she was ready. Right. So I look to me into, I look at the root and I look also into the alignment. Is the person ready? Or maybe sometimes it's been with another client. It was like, oh, I'm, I'm ready to let go of 80%. Oh, 
I'm like, great, we go for the 80%. Like, because again, it would be too too shocking, right? For her, because we're talking about totally stepping into a different persona, mm. right? Mm. And so sometimes like, I've noticed, I've seen in my path when I do such a big flip and I'm not fully ready or I've seen in other people, then they bring back the old and they, they go into looping, oh, I didn't heal it. Oh, there's something wrong. And they, that that's something wrong leads into the fixing and it just attracts more of that mess. So yeah, to me, to your question, it's like I go where my soul guides me and I go where I see the energy is stuck, where I see that I need to go. Mm yeah amazing yeah that was really really powerful and uh yeah because in my case that was something i knew was there without getting into detail but i mean the the healers i had worked so far with you know over the years they're like no it's just in your head or whatever you know like kind of this cast light i freaking knew there was something and you pinpoint it in like I don't even know how many minutes because I didn't have my eyes on the clock, but just like that, oh, this is that. I was just like, and I remember yeah, I, was like, I had tears because I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I knew. And that's that's such a relief when you you know there is something that your consciousness cannot access. And there is actually something that, that very thing that is bothering you is that exact same thing that is preventing you to see what is bothering you? you you know this kind of uh, like the the snake biting its own tail and that's when you can go in a loop and that's just ugh. and you just came oh yes it's that and I was like oh <laughs> like this moment of like clarity and bigger understanding and and even things from years ago or a decade ago or even when I was a child everything just like that fell into place and made sense and I was like wow <laughs> I didn't know what to say and I was like that's just amazing and I cannot remember exactly I wrote it down but uh, I and the, I love that you say that actually because I want to say it's like this is exactly the magic of when you truly truly collapse hmm. when you truly collapse that pattern, that block, right? When it's truly, truly gone from all of your consciousness, mm -hmm. you can't even remember. I was like, what was that I was working? And it's fascinating that you don't remember because you've been for years mm. trying to, I'm going to say, get rid of, right? Quote mark. You, for years, you've been working. You're and like, even there's putting something... words on it. Even putting words on it. Right? Possible. Right. And so that to me is the power of collapsing something that needed to go on, be gone and i wanted to say something i'm i normally don't use this word but what is coming right now for me is like i hate like i just hate when people say that oh it's some it's just in your mind <laughs> or it's just a belief like someone said that to me oh it's just a belief yeah like, and like you choose like you choose to have this belief mm, it's like that especially for us that we do the work. There is a reason you're doing the work. You know how to do it. Like if it were just a belief, don't you think I would just shift it? Yeah, like, oh, thanks for telling me. You didn't think <laughs> Right? <laughs> if it were just a, in your mind, don't you think you would have worked on it? Exactly. Right? So please, everyone out there that are listening, it's very important if someone is saying, and I've experienced this firsthand what you have experienced, Morgan, like a couple of times in my journey. Like I know something is there. Like if you know that something is there or if someone is telling you, you as a healer, as a coach, like if someone is telling you, I have a feeling that something is there, please don't minimize it. Just say, I really can't pinpoint it right now or I don't understand it. But it is, it doesn't serve when you say to the other person, oh, it's just this. Then if it's just this, then help me, can we clear it? Like, and they can because they don't know. Again, it goes back to where you in your consciousness is a stack that thing, right? And so, and this is why I think in, 
in myself because I can see so much and can sense so much. Like I, when I work with someone, I'm using all of my gifts. I'm using not only the alchemy, but like I can see, I can feel, I can sense, I can hear, I know, and I feel it like as an empath, right? I use them all at the same time. And so that's why to me is like with you, I think it took me 10 minutes. I was like, oh yeah, I know what it is because mm -hmm. I sense it immediately, you know, and I'm willing. And again, anyone listening to this, if you're a healer or a coach, the way to serve powerfully to your people is actually to go like honoring everything that the other person is saying and be like a totally blank slate. It's like everything is possible. Everything is real everything that the other person is experiences is real and the moment the moment that you actually realize and you step with that energy okay you actually as the server right as a person providing you will be able to help them find the root and help them shift if anything just acknowledging okay yes there is something i just can't pinpoint it that actually helps loosen up that energy in that other person right and also also of course something very important like you said but i want to emphasize on that they have to be ready as well because sometimes there is this loop and you know at some point i think it's safe to say we have all been at some point in our life in a victim mentality oh yeah absolutely i mean it that's how it is that's why we we work on ourselves and we grow and we awaken we grow our awareness but like it's also important to to realize that a healing facilitator is not here to fix and to just solve the problem like that there is also a work to do on yourself and uh, like i know for myself for example i'm going to give a personal example i used to sometimes get stuck in a loop like in a thought pattern and i wasn't realizing that But then when I realized I was on the loop, I'm like, oh, I'm on the loop. So even if I don't necessarily know how to solve the root cause of the loop right now at this moment in time, I'm, I still can choose to break the loop by changing my thoughts, changing my reactions, changing like what am I usually doing that right now I, I don't want to do anymore because I don't want to be in that loop. And that's yes. the first step to getting out of the loop actually even right. if you don't have the root cause straight away mm -hmm. by creating new habits mm -hmm. training your your mind your nervous system your your whole body because the the body is such a, a powerful communication tool and uh, and I'm, i'm so passionate about talking about the body and how it tells us everything and uh, and how sometimes You know, about the gut feeling, I'm a little bit shared about the, the gut feeling because sometimes, yes, of course, your body is telling you the truth. It's telling you the truth of how you feel according to your experience. But sometimes it's tainted by trauma, right? So sometimes your gut feeling is telling you no for something that is actually just your comfort zone and you could benefit from getting out of the comfort zone. And that's why it's important to know yourself when, when it's a... Like, uh, oh, that's a little bit scary, but I want to do it. And it's an absolutely like, no way. I'm not going to do that because that's not aligned. That's not my intuition is like off. So it's also very important to, to know yourself, right? To make the difference between a fear-based um, guidance, let's say, like reaction, body reaction, and a, a true uh, sign from your soul saying it's not a line it's not for your highest good i want to say on that this that that to me in itself is a big topic and what i like to say because it could be your gut right some people feel it in the gut some people feel it in the heart some people like know it right what i'm gonna say on that is like your intuition becomes clearer and clearer and clearer as of transparency the more you do the work yeah right So again, what I was receiving 10 years ago is different than what I'm receiving now. Does that mean that my intuition was off? No, mm -hmm. it's just that I was in that density. Mm -hmm. But I was in a different density, 
right? And so you, I'm gonna say, you're always right. Your intuition is always right, but realize that it's always being filtered through your experiences. Yeah. Because after all, you know, unless you are totally out of your body, completely out, like not even in your mind, right? Completely out of your body. When you're feeling your intuition in your body, your body carries experiences, traumas, programming, beliefs, not only from this lifetime, but from other lifetimes. Right. Yeah. And your ancestors. And, and I could keep going, right? right? <laughs> I could keep going, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's very important but like you said it's uh, it's a whole other <laughs> topic like a wider wider topic yeah. yeah yeah so would you have one last word or one last piece of advice to to give to the amazing people listening to us right now yeah uh let's see what comes through let me feel into it tune in So it's several things that we said today, but the one thing at this normal a compilation what is know that you are divine. I know that you are human and you're here not to live only the human experience and not to be only divine, but to be the divine human which means is like what you're getting is true to you as a soul, as a human, honor that, honor both of them. Because like that, if you feel into your heart, that's the path that brings you joy, right? Like honoring that you're always, that you are, and that you're always becoming, you know? and this path of becoming where i talk about of peeling the layers of shedding you know is not because you need to be fixed but it's more like a journey the journey that you're choosing of becoming more your truth you know and because it's fun the more you become you the more also you live what you want that you live this experience the way that you want it wow that was powerful last words thank you so much for sharing and i'm going to put all your links in the description of this podcast but would you like to tell us where to find you what do you offer yeah. what is going on in your world so people can yes Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for this. <laughs> Super fun. Um, so I hung out in my Facebook group uh, for successful entrepreneurs, awakening entrepreneurs. And in my Facebook group, I come regularly. Uh, I do mini trainings. You know, I do. I talk all things about transformation and alignment and manifestation, purpose, and all the things that we talk about today. Um, and more, of course. Mm-hmm. Um my website is magicsmahalal.com and right there I have the you'll see the link to my Facebook group to connect with me and also you'll see um, the ways that I support people and I, I will be releasing soon also a journey of like again diving deeper into alignment into uh, raising more or clearing more your intuition also clearing the you know the blocks in your intuition and becoming clearer and uh, just supporting you again, what I do, right? Supporting to uh, unleashing your highest potential, more of your gifts, more of your frequency and aligning and realizing your divine purpose. And so right now ways that I work with people is like one-on-one. I have um, three, six months and a 12 month, month container. And I go really deep in this, in this, uh, in these containers, the three months is almost like for those that are like, let's start, let's try it. And then by the six and 12 months is like, I go really, really deep. We do a lot of like, uh, private days together, uh, retreats like one and three days. And then also I have a private retreats with only my one-on-ones where we really go very, 
very high level, very galactic, very multidimensional. Yeah, like people love those retreats, like my my one-on-ones, because like we go really, I'm gonna say the next level of awareness into channeling your soul and playing with coding and like timeline shifting, collapsing all timelines on all, all that fun stuff. And, and it's all about, Amazing. again, supporting you into realizing your mission, your purpose in this plane. Right. And it's important to to mention that you work online as well, like because you, you are talking about retreat, but you, you do have clients internationally as well. Thank you, Morgan, for that detail. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to say 100% of my clients are like, I have clients in France, I have clients in um, Australia, clients in Asia, in Peru, in Canada, in uh, Israel. I have them all over. So yes, 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 yes. And I have a couple of local people. But yeah, I have, I, I do all of this online and retreats are, um, some of them uh, are in person. I mean, the ones in, for one-on-ones are in person, of course, but like, yeah, I do also online retreats. So thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much, Magics, for having been my guest. It was a real pleasure. I always enjoy our conversations. And once again, check the description because I will put all the links for where to find magics on social media, her website and all of these good things. So thank yeah. you very much, Magix. Thank you very much, everybody, you for so listening. Well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm honored. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love to everyone. Much love. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, Magix.